Oh, we got started all over, folks. Oh, gosh. Okay. Damn it. Okay, let's do this. Okay, I'm going to stop sharing. Okay. Now it's time for Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. Hi, Chris again. Hey, Paul. How are you again? Uh, those of you who are on Facebook, you got a little preview there. I didn't have everything recording for the podcast, but now we're ready to go. This is our weekly uh, show where we talk about what happened past week and we talk about what may happen next week and um, what will we'll happen next week. We get you prepared. Yeah. And it's a beautiful day. Chris mentioned that before. Lots of people, lots of people wonder what song will Paul choose to basically sum up the last week so many people wonder that yeah and only chris whiting is the only one that can figure it out yeah every week so somehow i did it the clash with london calling okay on past week next week with chris and paul yay did you uh did you love the clash i didn't love them i i, I think they're cool Mm-hmm. but i tell you what folks everyone that says they're so great every song sounds the same Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I feel like they're a band I should have liked more. I don't know. That's how I feel too. Yeah. Like I listen. Like I should have really been into them. I liked them. Okay. Yeah. I would rock the Casbah from sure time to time. You know. Joe Strummer. Oh. I don't know any of the other names of the people. Well, that's one more name that you knew than me. Did he say Beatlemania is dead? Yeah, I don't care for that. I bet you don't. Yeah, I mean, figured it out yet? So here's my thinking on it. You're a huge fan of London Broil, uh huh, and I am guessing. That you had some London broil and lobster thermidor this week. Am I right? You are not okay. correct. My second guess. You are wrong. Would be that uh, Joe Biden took like his first big trip overseas as president and he went to England for the G7 conference. I am right. I'm right. right. Yep. Yes. Yes. Did you not think you were right? I knew I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew that I knew that had to be correct. Now, yeah. here's my bias, folks. So, Trump would go over overseas and then you know basically badmouth the past administration, right? Okay, I thought it was terrible for a president to do that. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden shows up and goes, "Okay, everyone, America's back," <laughs> and I'm all like, "Woo, yeah, <laughs> take that." Okay. So it's not right. I should. So. Yeah. It's a sliding scale, I right. guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yes. I think the most appropriate thing would be, you know, we're the same. Everything's fine. And then in the in the private meetings with everyone go, can you believe this guy? I'm talking to a guy over here who's a, <laughs> who says he's a billionaire. Dude, I just watched a little bit, just a little bit of Mike Pompeo on Fox News Sunday this morning. What propaganda and lies is he telling? Well, he was just saying that Biden and his administration needs to be a lot tougher on Russia. <laughs> yes. And on China. But and and Chris Wallace said, well, to be fair, you know, under the previous administration and the previous Secretary of State, 
Um, Did he say that? Yes. Nice. He, you know, Russia was allowed to complete ninety percent of some uh, pipeline that you didn't want him to complete, and then he comes back. Well, you said it yourself, Chris. They didn't complete it under our administration. Oh my God. Oh yeah, yeah. That's London Calling by the Clash. Yeah, a band we should have taken more notice of, and we. Yeah. We would like to humbly apologize. To yeah, them. I think we admit the error of our ways with yeah, that. We sure do. Sure. Speaking of error of our ways, yeah. Welcome to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Yay. Oh, I'm Chris. I'm I'm Chris, sorry. This is a show where we review the most important things from the past week (laughs) and get you ready for the next week. It's your one-stop podcast to keep you updated. It's a real week review. Just listen to us. You won't need any other information outlet. That's our guarantee. Sunday morning, you can listen to us online at kctkradio.com or you can watch us on Facebook Live. We have all of our people that... We have so many good fans on there. I appreciate that. Yes, we do. At the KCTK Radio page um but it's easier to listen to the kctk radio smartphone app and also if you miss it the program on sunday we rebroadcast every day at 10 o'clock during the week oh that's nice you can just pick up your smartphone app and listen and enjoy also on the app a lot of people don't know this the the podcasts are on there mm. you can just listen to it whenever you feel like wait so you've got the whole past library uh-huh oh yeah wow that's a game changer yeah one of our uh most favorite is that a, sure that you say that yeah uh, most favorite listeners kelly she got caught up on the past episode oh yeah. awesome via the app via, or i don't know it was the yeah. app or whatever it was but we appreciate that you oh that's do great that. yep um if you don't have the app just download it right now it is free oh, you can join the price. experiment by calling us or texting us at 913-735-0060 <clears throat> we welcome your participation we are also rebroadcast um, probably on Delmarva Talk Radio and Good Talk Radio. Coming up, we have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of giving these people so much time. I don't know if they're even playing our thing. I don't okay. listen to those stations. Yeah, well, there's. I mean, there would be one way to find out, but why would you listen to them when you could listen to KCT All the time. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, we're taking over. We're taking over the uh, Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia area. Mm-hmm. And also the right-wing wackos on uh, Good Talk. So coming up, we have a weekly news quiz, pop culture update, an incredible special feature, headlines and predictions, and much, much more. Yay! But we always start the show with, what's going on, Chris? Yeah! So, um, kind of feel like I'm back in the swing of things now. You know, I had the, the long trip, uh, two weeks off of work, and then I just finished my first full week back to work and um in the office or at home Working no at home. home at home but you, and we talked the other day you're going into the office uh i'm probably gonna be going in maybe once a week once every two weeks i did have to go in on thursday because my computer shot craps oh no and what are you gonna do the it guys in the office so i had yeah. to had to drive it in but um but it, but it was good just to get, kind of get back in the swing of things it's always hard you know, when you've been off for a long time. But but did that, and then um, I guess the other big thing. So last night, went out to dinner with my stepdaughter, Taylor, and her fiancé, Mark. Okay, I'm uh, listening to you. One of my favorite couples. Really lovely people. They're great kids. Yeah, so we went to uh, Voltaire and had dinner. I had the duck breast, which was so very, very good. And we talked about their wedding. They're getting married on July 15th. 
So congratulations oh, wow. to them. And oh, that's coming up soon, buddy. It's coming up really quickly. And I, the reason we met is I'm officiating the ceremony. Oh, wow. And I've got to get the the ceremony written out, the homily, all of that um, written out. So we talked about what they wanted in their wedding. Well, and now, now I've got to get to writing. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If people listen to this program and they say, look at each other in the eye and say, I do, and then kiss each other. Are they married? Uh, no. Oh, you mean because I'm on here? Yeah. They're not. They've got to have a license. What if they, what if they fax us over a license? You know, I think if they faxed us a license, or they could maybe even do like a like a PDF cam scanner app, something like that. Okay. As long as I could sign it and turn it in. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. There's another benefit that other shows don't have. Yeah. And if you're looking to get married and you have no idea who your officiant or minister is, uh, feel free to reach out. You what, know, What's your percentage rate of, of people who are still married that you've... I will say like the first... I don't know, maybe six weddings I did. It was running 50-50. Uh-huh. Since then, I have really shot up. I bet I'm at about ooh, 80% success That's rate. That's higher than the regular rate. Oh, way higher than the, yeah, than the national average. So, um, Now, I think it's funny it's your, it's your uh, stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Because if I were going to have you officiate and tell me about marriage... I'm having a long conversation with one Jane Whiting. Sure. On what it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's does only this fair. this guy even, does he, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. So she must, they must have done that, I'm thinking. Well, she was at dinner too, and, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> they made their choice, and now they got to live with yeah, it. That's, that's right. That's <laughs> all I have to say about that. that. Is, and so. isn't that, you should add that, because that's marriage, if you think about it. <laughs> it yes, it really, it really is, so. Oh, and here's one other just fun thing for me. Nobody else will think it's cool. Uh-huh. So a little over a year ago, we had this this guy. He's a professor with the University of Kansas, used to run his own business. Now he does consulting and um, adult learning education. I know this sounds so boring. Adult learning. Yes. So he did a, a, a week-long summit for my team a couple of years ago on adult learning principles, being better facilitators, blah, blah, blah. So dear, I, dear I called him up. Because I want to engage him again for a summit later this year for my team to further uh, enhance our skills. Okay. Anyway, start talking to the guy. His name's Lee Stewart. Highly recommend him. He goes, hey, before we talk business, can I ask you a question that might be completely out of left field? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you play and love disc golf? I go, yes. He goes, okay. He goes, my son-in-law introduced me to disc golf during the pandemic here he goes and i swore i saw you at waterworks oh. park on a saturday morning i'm like lee i'm out there every saturday i was hoping he would say he listened to the program and talk oh, about wouldn't it. that be great yeah gosh i'll get him as a listener okay we're gonna pay him a lot of money so yeah well, let's interview him about some stuff he'd be a great interview yeah. i will i i will set that up great guy and he loves disc golf so an even better guy Okay, I'm not I'm not familiar with disc golf. I know what froth is. Yeah, that's it's it's I would say it's the same thing, but you're stuck in 1972. Yes. Oh, oh really? <laughs> really? You're going to you're going to you're going to give me a, a Horshack reference here later in the show and I'm stuck. Now, can I tell you my about my exciting week? I would love to hear it. Okay, beginning the 1st of June, I'm sorry, July. Yeah, oh, that's coming up. We're having some new shows here in KCTK. What? We're going to get it to, except for the morning, and see what Tom Gully... Tom Gully hasn't done a show in a while. What's up with Tom? Is he I don't okay? Know. He's t- I, 
send him a message and he's says he's going to come back. But if huh. not, we're going to be like mostly local podcast. That's exciting. Okay. Yeah. So first, um, I don't even know where. Okay. There's a podcast that's going to be coming on called Counter Clockwise KC. These guys go to different breweries and talk about local music. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Why the name? Explain that one to me. I don't know yet. I don't know. It's just I, okay. I've been talking to um, to uh, Sean about that. And, oh, Sean. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's the host of it, and I'm excited about that. that counterclockwise KC. KC. Yeah. Just tell me this. They don't spell counter and clockwise with K's. And no, stuff. no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. No. Okay. Good. That was a good check. Yeah. Then we're going to do a, a podcast that we're going to air a podcast. It's a pretty big podcast already. It's called Man Shopping with Stacy. Mm. Stacy Whitmer is she's from Overland Park. Mm-hmm. She basically talks on her podcast about dating people and using apps. And she's forty three years old and and uh, single mother and dating people. And that's that's the story of that. I listen to the podcast. It's she. If you could define a person completely opposite of me. Mm-hmm. This would be she's engaging, intelligent, wow. talking about smart, something, smart, talking about something I have no clue about. Yeah, these apps and these. And what's that one called again? Man shopping. Man shop. Okay, I thought. Okay. Okay. I thought it was manscaping. Was no, state. that's that. That's, okay. We're trying to get you to do that. <laughs> okay. I know a thing or two. We're gonna do one. We haven't finalized this. We're gonna record it here. Mm-hmm. From Stress OS, which is a company that is focused on getting rid of stress. Oh, God, who couldn't use that help yeah. in their lives? We, we're going to have uh, another one that we recorded yesterday called I Have a History Question. Uh-huh. We found out yesterday, why is Kansas City, Missouri called Kansas City, Missouri? Yeah. It, and why is there two Kansas cities? Oh, wow. With a, with a uh, history, historian, Sonia Nasami. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Is it the Kansas River? Does that have anything to do uh, with it? Yeah. It was, and the river was named after the... Uh, the uh, uh, tribe native uh, american tribe yeah was here okay wow you know you know that but a lot of people didn't yeah, know that right and, and she goes into that uh i'm sure i'm forgetting oh we're doing one with a with a singer songwriter what elizabeth bennett oh god i so thought you were gonna say james taylor we're gonna record that one on tuesday okay and that's gonna be amazing Watch is that, that is that an ongoing or just a one-timer no we're gonna ongoing she's gonna get a show here that's cool okay. watch wow. out olivia rodrigo rodrigo yeah okay easy for you to say yeah uh i think i'm missing another one but uh i'm excited by it this, wow kctk is really uh upping the original programming yeah, so here. the idea is to get original programming local so people feel like they have a local voice mm-hmm. in and this becomes as opposed to paul talking nonsense with either the Druish or Chris. Right. It becomes a community radio station where people have different voices. Wait, wait. So like shows are like actually giving something of value? I'm not going to go that far. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. Okay. Yeah. But uh wow. You know, it's going to be entertaining and expanding. Okay. That's exciting. What a big week. Yeah. Um So I can't wait to uh I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Uh, my I I have under I don't want to say under contract. It's even tighter than that. Hmm. The best voiceover guy in KC. What? That will do voiceovers for me. <laughs> Who's this guy? Or I could tell stories of him as a 15-year-old. <laughs> and so 
that's pretty cool. Oh, wow. That yeah. That is seriously some exciting stuff. So be prepared for more voiceover work uh, that doesn't pay. Yep. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I... You know, I love what you're doing with KCTK. I love being a part of it, even just a small part. And, yeah, to lend my voice, you got it, buddy. And I'll, I'll say one thing further, and then I'll, we can move on with the show. Oh, thank God. Um, Three, two, one, goat and bat shit. No, that, that wasn't it. <laughs> I talked to a group of investors mm-hmm. about buying a radio station. Mm-hmm. This was a year and a half ago. Okay. Because there was one for sale. It was an AM station. Yeah. They wanted a million dollars. Wow. Okay. That's very uh, Dr. Evil there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let me ask you. Yeah. How often are you around an AM transistor or an AM receiver? Not as often as I used to be. I will say that. Mm -hmm. Um, You're in your truck? In my truck. But I'm not in my truck as much as I used to be. Right. I don't even think we have a radio, an old school radio in the house anymore. Yeah. Right. I think that's typical. Yeah. Now, how often is your smartphone either, let's just say, by you? I would say 24 hours a day. That's right. Yeah. So. Every day. Should I spend a million dollars to broadcast on an AM where no one can hear it? Let me ask you, how many millions of dollars do you have right now? Well, you know, you get investors to buy stuff. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about it. I mean, I don't, I don't have it. Yeah. But people do things, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think terrestrial radios. It's That's right. It's on the downhill slide. And uh, so you're always, you're always next to your app. Yeah. So Look, you, I, I have right a radio here. station that is 24 hours a day. You can always listen to. Right. And it's right next to you. Plus, since it's not terrestrial radio. Um, you can do things like this. God damn. You know, you can say it and you can say it all you want. God damn. Oh boy. <laughs> God damn. I want to do it cause it's fun. Fun to do bad things. That's not true, but see you need a little more flexibility. Yeah. Right. And the, and, you, you don't got the FCC breathing yeah. down your neck. All gotta, the time. I'm sorry. I keep talking about this, but one other thing, the mm-hmm. shows that people do, it's their show. Yeah. Am I going to come in there and tell them what not to say? I, You know, if they start saying racist or... Uh, misogynist. Misogynist or super conspiratory, crazy yeah, stuff. homophobic. Homophobic. You're off the air, Casey. Islamophobic. Because. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't want to... You know what I mean. It's yeah. It's general. But if you're in there saying, hey, I'm going to vote for Josh Hawley, I okay. couldn't disagree more, but... You know, I'm I'm not going to kick you off the air, right? Because it's your show. Yeah, it's your show. Yeah. Wow. I may fight with you, but dude, that's exciting stuff. Where Where did the uh, impetus for all of this come from? I just realized that we have this infrastructure here. Mm-hmm. Okay. No one else is doing anything like this. Yeah. So why not? You've built something very impressive here, for real. Yeah. And it's it's cool that you're maximizing it. Yes. How are you going to have time for that and a full time job? Um, you just, you know, you make priorities, Chris. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, when you do what you love, or write this down. Okay. Okay. When you do what you love. Okay. Do what you yes. love. Okay. You're never working. Oh, wow. Yay. 
are you saying that in reference to this radio station or your full-time job during the week both oh wow both that's great so i love it i'm having fun i'm having i'm having fun yeah but it's not like work well, I went too far on that one. I didn't mean to go in that deep because people are like, that's all well and great, but you're telling me about the past. Right. I mean, you're telling me about the future, what's going to happen in July. Yeah, which you know? is the usually the end of our show. Right. Yeah. Well, I want to know what happened in the past. <laughs> and the only way I know how to do that is the slight news quiz. The news quiz. We haven't done this in a while, Chris. I know. Are we rusty? Do we know this stuff? Uh, I'm going to be curious to find out. I don't think I have paid as much attention to the news as normal. Um, part of it was just coming back to work after two weeks off. I was very busy catching back up on stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I had enough time to uh, you know, just scroll through my phone. One other thing that I uh, just want to ask you, and I'm going to ask you here on the air, I guess. Uh, people, we had a couple people... Um, Interested in your trip to Peru and interested yeah. that I mentioned I'm doing TM. Uh huh. I don't know if we want to talk about that sometime. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, yeah, we okay. can talk about that sometime. Yeah. And the other thing, just before we get to the news quiz, we have so much stuff we'd like to tell you about what's going on. Mm-hmm. What was, has been the reaction of the DC Glenn uh, interview? <laughs> have you heard anything about that? You know, I got a I got a text from one of our loyal listeners. I don't know Wednesday or Thursday. He's like, oh, my God, you interviewed the Brain Supreme? How did that happen? Mm-hmm. It was Colin, and uh, he was super excited. Yeah. Thought that was super cool. Yes. And I will say, I came home, and my uh, my wife, Jane, Jane, my wife had listened to it, and she's like, God, that guy's awesome. Like, yeah. Just the, the energy, he's a go-getter. He's not sitting on his duff, just yeah. saying, yeah, I did Woomp. What about it? Yeah. Like, yeah, that that was cool. It was a lot of fun. I got a lot of good reactions from yep. it. Um, my uh, uncle, Uncle Mike. Yeah. He's 95. I don't know if he's that 105. old. He's yeah. old. He knew. Whoop, there it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, he was, you know, he was with it back in the day. Plus, he's got a very youthful wife that yes. keeps him young. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with half of that. Yes. Okay. Let's go to the slight news. Yeah, let's Everyone's see what we got here. Okay. Okay. First question. A bipartisan Senate report released Tuesday showed that the U.S. Capitol Police had specific intelligence regarding potential threats at least two weeks ahead of which event. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, that's the January 6th riot. Yeah. I think you could get that one not even watching the news. The intel did not trickle down to the frontline officers who needed it. I wonder why that huh, was. That's weird. It's almost like it was a failure of leadership somewhere. Huh. That's weird. That's This is America. I can't. How can that happen? <laughs> uh, question number two. Protesters opposed to the expansion of the Line 3 pipeline through tribal lands were arrested in which state? Um, God, I, I think it's either North Dakota or Minnesota, but I'm seriously not for certain. I'm going with North Dakota. Oh, oh I, I, I messed that up. Damn it. It's Darn it. Darn it. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, my family hails from there, you know. Really? Uh-huh. Is your like your great-grandfather? My grandfather lived in Clitheroe, Minnesota. Oh, your grandfather even. In, was born up there? Uh-huh. Until he was 13, then they moved to Independence. Wow. And uh, when in, I was a in, kid, in 19, uh, 1900, right? Well, he would have been 13 in 1920. 1900. Okay. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> but we would go uh, vacation up in the Clitheroe area. A lot of lakes up there. You're it's a land of 10,000. Clitheroe? Well, what's funny about that, they had the centennial. I think it was the centennial of Clitheroe, and they had a bunch of mugs made for everybody. Uh-huh. But they left an H out. So the oh, mugs no. seriously are from Clitoral, Minnesota. Oh, no. Yes. That's terrible. Yeah. I, w- I want to say. Hey, can you give me one of those mugs? I want to say, if you remember Becky Phelps, Becky and David yes. Phelps, who we went to. So yeah. cousins with them, they had one of the Clitoral really? mugs. Yeah. So. And my guess is that you weren't able to find it. thanks everybody oh yeah everybody if i i if i can find one i will bring it in but yeah you won't be able to find it was (laughs) it was quite scandalous let me just say that um so why did he come to independence church rlds church church stuff yeah they had they had church up there i mean was he working for the church or something well no he was 13 but i i think they just wanted to move to the center place Zion, mm-hmm. and so they moved down to Independence, Missouri, and then my great grandfather went into business with uh, Owen Wisemore, um, Delbert Whiting. Okay, and Delbert. They, they opened the the Whiting and Wisemore grocery store. So, wow, yeah. Where was that located? Do you remember where the old Second Church was? Yes, it was part of the building that became Second Church. Wow. Uh huh. It was. It, like a little add-on, the grocery store was in the bottom, and there was a an apartment up top, and my grandmother and grandpa lived there when they first got married. What, what and that's your, where my Aunt Patty was born. Oh, I love Aunt Patty. Yes. So, what did your grandfather do? What was his professional life? Well, he did a, a, a number of things. For a while, he and his brother Rod bought a truck, and they had their own trucking company and just Wait a like, minute. hauled there's a, stuff. There's a guy out there named Rod Whiting. Yes. Yes. I hate to tell you this, but that kicks ass. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 We'd call him Rexrod. But, yeah. um, <laughs> so he did that for a while. And then, um, and this is kind of a cool story. They would find, like, they'd deliver stuff somewhere and folks would have junk or extra supplies laid out. They would gather it, bring it back, and they used that and they built the house that my grandmother and grandpa lived in. Wow. From the, the yeah. scraps that they found. And then he became a sheet metal worker, worked for a couple of companies. And uh, Did you ever meet Delbert? Annette, no, Delbert was... Delbert and Flossie were the... Flossie! Were the great, guys are so cool. Aren't they awesome? Yeah. Were the great-grandparents, but I never met, never got to meet them. So, Did they run out of cool names when you came along? Is that... Yeah, fun? I mean, all we got left is Chris, yeah. you know? Well, I've, I'm sorry. We'll go back to the quiz, but I find that more fascinating. Yeah, so there you go. Harvey had a brother named Rod. Yeah, he had a brother named Rod and a brother named Phil. Uh, that, that that name's really dumb. And then a sister named Laurel. And okay. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> That's a history minute. Join us next week on I Have a History Question. <laughs> yes. Okay, question three. Oh, man, a lot of pressure. During the first foreign trip as president, Joe Biden is attending the G Summit of world leaders where uh we know this one jolly old england that's right no i I don't know much about england have you ever been there i haven't i know from from, do you say it's in england do you say it's in great britain i don't i don't know i mean great britain is england scotland wales right the whole i yeah i don't know how that works i should because i'm like 75 percent english i did my 
ancestry, and I got a lot of English in me. So, you're, are you trying to tell me that um, Delbert was English? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it says where. It doesn't say what country. So that's okay. It's yeah. Right. Okay. Question four. What is the name of the FBI operation that ensnarled hundreds of criminals by getting them to use an encrypted message app authorities were actually monitoring? Whoa. I don't know the name of this. I, I, I'm i thinking Trojan Shield, but I I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I saw Achilles' heel. Okay, well, go for it because I'm I'm just guessing. I don't. Oh, oh my God, my Chris! God. You got to listen to me. I guess I'm bringing you down twice. Man, Trojan Shield isn't that the name of of a, a very popular birth control method? <laughs> I do believe it is. Yeah, I was just thinking, kind of like the Trojan horse, like we're going to drop this app to you and you think you're safe and then we're going to come out and get you. Oh, okay. The tro- okay, I was just, I'm, I'm thinking something different. Yeah. Okay. Now we're two for two. Yeah. Well, let's I, at least have, come out better than 50%. We can I have, do this. I have messed up. I have screwed up. And this is this is my lifeline. I'm going to listen to you. Okay. Ratko Maldick. Well, this is starting off well. Whose appeal against his genocide conviction was denied this week, earned the nickname the Butcher of Where. Oh, God. I have no idea. We know it's some type of alliteration because they all begin with B. So is it the Butcher of Bahrain, the Butcher of Belarus, the Butcher of Bulgaria, or the Butcher of Bosnia? I, I don't know. I'm Bosnia? I think it's probably Bosnia. It goes back to the Bosnian. They, we, I know they had a gen, right. probably had genocide in each one of these countries. They probably did. In fact, everybody, get off your high horse. We probably had one here too. Actually, we did. It's called Native Americans. <laughs> yes. So just relax. And whoa, we were right. We were right. Okay. 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 Better than fifty percent. Yeah. Bosnia. It was Bosnia, folks. We did it. And uh, was it our best effort? No, 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 it wasn't our best effort, but we're happy. We tried hard. Mm-hmm. We did our best. And not only that, we got to learn a little bit about Delbert Whiting and his rod. What? <laughs> oh, I meant the wrong, <laughs> I meant the wrong thing here. Delbert, and there was Delbert, Laurel, and Rod. Yes, and Phil. And Phil. And did they live in, did they live at the second church? their whole life no no they got they got married they lived there they had my aunt patty and then harvey was building the house with his rod mm-hmm. and uh, and then they moved into the house that you knew no no i'm talking about delbert oh i don't know where delbert and flossie lived yeah i i have no idea i guess they got divorced <gasps> and scandal but then they like at the end... Did his rod have anything to do with that? Actually, I th- I do believe... The story is that his rod did have something. <laughs> that Delbert's rod had something to do with the divorce. Yeah, but not his son. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, but something about... And maybe I'm getting this wrong. If Aunt Patty's listening, she could certainly correct me. But I think at the end of his life, he got sick and he wanted Flossie with him. And she came back and that's sat with him while he died. My, that's what happened to my father-in-law. Seriously? Yeah. Oh wow! And he got divorced from his wife, and then she came back and helped them at the end of his life. Yeah, so that so happened. maybe that's not you know too uncommon, I guess. Huh? It makes me wonder if I should tell my wife I'm feeling good. Get out. 
I'll call you when I'm not feeling so good. Yeah, I don't even know. Okay. Let's I take, don't even know. Let's take a break. Yeah. And we'll be back with more of the past week, next week show with Chris and Paul. Looking at the past seven days so you don't have to. You could join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. We've been told that perfect mornings exist for the lucky few. That morning people own the waking hours. But the truth is, mornings belong to all of us. Your mornings are what you make of them. takes is saying yes starbucks morning yes look for starbucks coffee in a grocery store near you then sit back and enjoy the exceptional taste of starbucks at home hi tom gully from the tom gully show here listen to the show every weekday at 5 p.m right here on kctk radio personality driven radio Cars for kids, K A R S cars for kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids, donate your car today. One eight seven seven cars for kids, K A R S cars for kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids, donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. This is Tracy from Tracy's Tips and Dips. Listen to the show every weekday at 11.30 a.m. and our live show Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Welcome back. We want to talk about Ranger Rob's pet poopy bags. Yeah. You want to join me in this one? I can. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I gotta talk about Gilly. Sure. And Blue. Yeah. Yeah. So I walk every morning now as my practice. And I take a little Blue out. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has to go dump every once in a while. She's a living creature. She yeah. has to. It's not a problem because I use Ranger Rob's pet poopy bags. Mm-hmm. You know that they're cost-effective, eco-friendly. Pet poopy bags. I know all that. Bags to manage, easy to manage, handles wide. What? Yeah. And you can get them at www.rangerrobshop.com. You also know about Gilly. Now, Gilly, she's having a little health problems. Mm-hmm. We had to take her to the vet. And she's on a lot of medicine, but she's oh. doing better. But she still has this leg nerve problem where sometimes when she gets excited, she goes, poo-poo. Oh, no. Why you say oh no? But, but uh, yeah, I guess it's not a problem at all. Right. Ranger yeah. Rob's shop. Yeah. And they're my best friends. 
Yeah. I'm going to do this for friends, you know? It's not a problem when I'm going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Chris, if you lost... I was just going to ask, how far does this friend uh, friend picking up poop thing if you extend? Lost, if you lost it because you got excited, I'd pick it up, and I would use Ranger Rob's shop. Well, it's extra com. wide. It's got yeah. handles. Yeah. yeah. Plus a nice lemon scent. Yes, and I'm not walking around giving it, picking up everyone's poop. Don't no, get me wrong. No, no, But a dear friend, of course. What if a homeless person pooped at the pool in your neighborhood? Would I, you? I tell you what I would do. Yeah. I would call the uh, homeowner association, uh-huh. and I'd tell them, get yourself some Ranger Rob pet poopy bags. <laughs> you can get them at www.rangerrobshop.com or Amazon. This month's supply was only eight ninety five. That's a great price. Yeah. Yeah. And when you want to pick up poop, <clears throat> tell them Gilly sent you. <laughs> and we're back, even though we're already back. Right. We had a nice break because you want to tell people about the new addition to the studio. Yeah, so normally we, we hit break. We're running upstairs because we want to get more coffee. It's early Sunday morning. You know us. We're big partiers. We're out late Saturday you know night. That. Everyone so, knows that. Yeah. So we need our caffeine. I don't know when this stroke of genius hit you, but the coffee machine is now, I don't know if we can even show it, is now... Yeah, you can move this camera. Okay. Here. Watch, folks. That, that's a coffee That's thing. a coffee machine in studio. So guess, guess who didn't have to run upstairs? That's just within... Within inches of where Chris is sitting. Yeah, I mean, I can just get, I can just reach it right here, and it's it's black gold, Texas, Texas tea. tea. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's great. I realized something over break too. What's that? The big show returned last two weeks ago called "Let's Eat KC." Oh yeah, we did it live at Lakewood Local. Oh, I bet that was fun. That was fun. We talked about different things. Our, your host, Phil, he does the hard work of going to happy hour every night and going out to eat all the time. Say so this, we don't man. have to. That so guy can... is diligent. Yes. Yeah, man. He's yeah. yeah taking the bullets for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate that. And then Wednesday, we're doing a live episode. What I mean by live, it's always live, but we're doing it at the Lakewood Local. This Tra- coming Wednesday. Tracy's Tips and Dips. What time is that? 7 o'clock. Seven o'clock. I'll try and swing by and yeah, uh, yeah be yeah. there for so that. So it's going to be a kind of a big deal. We'll see how Tracy performs under the pressure of oh, yeah. of an audience. Yeah, uh, she's got what it takes. Yeah, that's yeah. obviously she does. It's not going to bother her. She has no self awareness. <laughs> Good point. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh hey. boy. Okay, so it's a special feature, and this is where I like to call this feature past week, next week. Goes in depth. Ooh. I thought it'd be good. Oh, wait. We're going to do this one since I messed up. Okay. We're supposed to do pop culture, but we'll do this one right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally forgot about the pop culture. Yeah, I did too. I feel like since we're best friends, very best friends with the guy who made the number one song of all time, we're in pop culture so much that we don't even need to worry about. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I got it here if we want to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it after this. Okay. Okay. But this, I thought, would be an opportunity for us to go in-depth and tell you about a story that we think you should know about and maybe investigate on your own. I know that's how mine is. Yeah, okay. So what I want people to be aware of is 14 states have enacted 22 new laws making it harder to vote. Oh, my goodness. 
Now, if you watch CNN or MSNBC, this is talked about. Right. I don't think it is in the right-wing media. Hmm. Weird. So, as it was a, a close election in many states, Georgia, Arizona particularly, and Texas is becoming a change where, uh, demographically, they say more it will become more and more Democrat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In that same vein, the Republican legislatures in those states have made laws making it harder to vote. Okay? Okay. And the idea is if it's if it's harder for people who aren't going to vote for them to vote, then they get to win. Oh. And that's where we are so <clears throat> close in um, our elections. Wow. I mean, in 2016, the guy didn't get the majority of the vote, but he still won. Which has happened presidency. a lot in recent yes. presidential elections. Do you remember now, being a kid and you hear about that and you're like... Like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> um, so, let me, there, they, there is 61 bills of advancing through 18 state legislatures. Advancing bills include those that have passed or at least one chamber have voted. More than Half of the 16 advancing bills would enact would restrict absentee and mail-in voting. About a quarter include provisions that target voter ID requirements and voter roll purges. So, I can tell you when I was in the legislature, they kept trying to push a voter ID in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And we stopped it every time, and then, then I wasn't there, and then they passed it. Just coincidence. And the idea was... You got to show your ID to vote, right? Because you show your ID for everything else. Well, the real contention is, folks, is that this is voting. This is a basic right that we should have in our country, and you shouldn't have to show them anything except a proof of who you are. And if it's a government ID, and getting a government ID is weird because you have to go and get and pay for usually. An ID from the people that you're voting <laughs> for or against. So, oh, God, what what we found in those particular instances there's about two hundred thousand people who live their life without a without a a um, government ID. How is that? Well, they they ride the bus. They're poor. They don't have this stuff. They don't have uh, they don't have the need to, to get a driver's license. And usually they're in cities. And usually they're minorities. And usually. They are uh, not wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Those are people, too, that tend to vote the Democratic Party. Huh. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when you're in a close state like we used to be, <laughs> those uh. that 200,000 uh, would would be an important number to make sure they didn't vote. So that this has been happening, but now it's getting where there was a, uh, absentee ballots, ballots that were, were timing that was... Um, very generous to voters. Mm-hmm. Now they're being restricted. Um, early voting is being restricted in places they had it. We don't have it here. We have right. we have absentee in Kansas. I don't know what they've done, but it limits the number of people who usually vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this isn't anything about trying to make voting more fair, more secure. It's about limiting people who aren't voting Republican. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what they're doing, folks. And there's a couple of problems with that. First of all, my 
sincere my, my sincere question for people who want to vote Republican. How do you vote for someone who wants to limit someone else's voting? I mean, when I was a politician, you were too. I wanted people to vote for me. Yes. Okay? And I wanted more people to vote. And I thought the more people vote, I feel secure in my candidacy. I'm going to get more votes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how, how are you running as a candidate? Basically saying you're going to be good for folks and want limited. And then the Republican Party as well has not been interested in growing who votes for them. Right. Why are you voting for someone who doesn't want more people to vote for them? See, to me, it feels like it, it's it's the ploy of a dying party. That's what it feels like to yeah. me. We, we've given up on getting people to like our platform, so instead we're going to limit who can vote for the other side. Yeah. Long term, I don't think that's sustainable. And the reason they're doing this is to stay in power and to keep power. And uh, you know, when it comes to the Senate, making sure in the presidency, make sure they have courts and everything that back them up. But just I'm asking Republican voters or independent voters, why are you going to vote for someone who isn't interested in growing more people to vote for him? There's no persuasion there. Mm-hmm. There's no caring about other people who disagree with them. There's no uh, desire to listen to the other side of things. Mm-hmm. That should not be a description of any politician, no matter what party, or what philosophy. Mm-hmm. If you feel real strongly that um, everyone should uh, wear a hat every day and that's your platform. You should go and talk about the benefits of wearing a hat. <laughs> More like your hat form. I... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love it. So, you know what I mean? You should... I mean, you did some things. I know I did. Town hall meetings. Mm-hmm. Things I would send out. Mm-hmm. Asking questions. Listening to people who disagreed with me. Yeah. There were, there were so many things that I would listen to. And then I would find out, oh, I haven't, I've changed my mind. There were also a lot of things where I'd listen to, no, I didn't change my mind. I'm sticking to yeah. what I think is best. Mm-hmm. But I, I did want to try to make the best decision. Even the times I made the wrong decision, I tried to make the best decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I was perfect at anything. I'm saying that's the type of qualities we should have. Yeah. And the mistake, anytime I was an elected official, the mistake I made was not being like that. Maybe rushing too much and not researching enough. You know what I mean? So, it happens. Yeah. So that's what I want to say about this. And I, I'm, I'm going to criticize, and then I'll be done. We move on to yours. Oh, good. Okay. Sorry, Chris. Are you mad? <laughs> you don't want to no, listen to No, not at all. No. Here's my other part of the rant. We've expanded absentee voters in the past and early voting. Guys, go vote on election day. <laughs> if they restrict the time that you can do it, then go with the times you can. Yeah. One wise senator told me, why are you throwing such a fit for this voter ID for these 200,000 people who don't have IDs? Because they never vote. Interesting. So are you going to let a legislature say, oh, we're not going to do Sunday voting anymore? Are you mm-hmm. going to let them go, okay, I guess they won't vote? <laughs> There's got to be responsibility on, on the voter side to say, that's bull crap. I'm voting for people who will 
expand my right to vote, so I will take the time on a Tuesday to go vote. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They only can they only can stop you from voting when you let them. Yes. Even if that means you've got to save vacation time. Yes. Or sick time or whatever. Right. To go vote or not get paid for a couple of hours, yeah. which sucks. It should not be that yeah. way. You know, I hear but, a lot, I hear people go, well, what about those those people in minimum wage jobs who, you know, they have to take an hour to go vote and they don't get paid? Well, the good news, the minimum wage is so low, you're not losing a lot of money. Okay, good job. <laughs> right? It's true. So, yeah. but you, you have to do this for, um, they're, they're after you. They don't want you to vote. Mm-hmm. Don't let them get away with that. Yeah. So if somehow it comes down to a fact that we only can vote from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on a Tuesday, get your butt there and vote. Yeah. And then vote for people who will expand that and make it easy for you in the future. Yeah. And bring your own water bottle because you're not getting one given to you while you're yeah. in line. Yeah. I, I can't believe that that's going to stay constitutional. I Yeah. Hopefully not. It, yeah. It's a huge problem. Yeah. Huge problem. They say... They don't want to give you a water bottle because they don't want they want people to leave. Yeah. Instead of wait. Yeah. Okay. And then they say, well, there may be a problem if you're electioneering in line by giving a water bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, how about just prosecute the person for electioneering if they give yeah. you a water bottle? Yeah. It's all made up, folks. They don't want these people to vote. They mm. want to stay in power. They don't want you to vote. Just vote. Yeah. vote and we're through it so look into the story if you don't ag- agree with my opinion on this that's perfectly fine just look into this try to find out what the reasons are i mean to be fair sunday there's a big thing about especially in georgia sunday morning voting mm-hmm. because usually african-american black churches will take everyone voting after church right that was designed to help democrats mm-hmm. i get it i get you can say, well, both sides have done this stuff. I get it. But I'm just one of these people who think the easier it is to vote, the better it is for everything. And um, yeah, if you don't agree with that, then I don't know what to tell you. Just look into this, and that's all I have to say. What do you think of that? Yay! Yay. Look, I'm a white dude alone in my truck talking too loud about some shit I don't really understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yes. Okay, that's the story I want everyone to look into, Chris. All right. Um, I got a quick one here for you. <laughs> I, I <laughs> uh, This one is sort of close to home with me, but I don't think enough people have paid attention to or looked into the increase in hate crimes against Asian Americans since... Uh, the COVID Mm -hmm. outbreak and um, it's not you know it's not taking over the country but um, I I was looking into some of the numbers here and the New York City Hate Crimes Task Force okay so we're just talking New York City investigated 27 incidents in 2020 of hate crimes against Asians well New York City's giant there was 27 in a year but that's a nine-fold increase from Whoa. the previous year. Okay. Um, it, it's It's gone up a lot. And just so from March to December of 2020, there were almost 3,000 reported incidents across the country of hate crimes against directed at Asian Americans. Now, 
I can't believe I'm going to say this. Thankfully, 70% of them were only verbal harassment. Not that verbal harassment is good, but at least somebody's not being, you know, beaten up. Yeah. Uh, 21% was shunning. Uh, about 9% was a physical assault. About 7% were coughed or spat upon. And then 8% was workplace uh, workplace discrimination or refusal of service. Um, about, and I've got the numbers down here. I had this all ready to go, and then my computer died on me. So, um, But roughly 40% of the Asian Americans um, in, in America think that the rhetoric of Donald Trump was the main reason that this violence has increased with the Kung flu and the China virus and all of that. So um, it, it has increased. I have two Asian daughters, full disclosure. That's why it's near and dear to my heart. I will say I've talked to both of them yeah. and neither one feels that they have experienced any hatred towards them. As a result of uh-huh. COVID, just hatred, you know, that they deserve for the way that they act. That's yeah. all that they've experienced. But um, I, I read an article a while ago, and this is the main gist. This is what I want to get to, that if you see someone who is being harassed for, well, really any reason, but if it's, you know, racially motivated, homophobia, something about their culture, Islamophobia, anti-Semitism, whatever, you shouldn't go and try and pick a fight with the harasser because mm-hmm. that just leads to more escalation. And Lord knows I've seen plenty of videos of that on Twitter. Okay. The thing to do is to go over to the person who is being harassed and sit with them, start talking to them, ignoring the harasser, and just show support that way and help move them away from the incident. Interesting. Um that's something we can all do when we when That's we a good see tip for something. Me, I want to start fighting with. Yeah, people. yeah. I want to destroy the yeah. the asshole guy or yeah. gal, but um, but that is a a much better way to de-escalate. It's better than um, just walking away or trying to start a fight. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want people to be aware this is a real thing that's happening, and and we just. We can't allow it to happen to fellow humans, period, no matter the reason, whether it's because they're Asian or or whatever. Um, We've got to stand and support each other. So there you go. So Trump's rhetoric on this, Mm -hmm. he um, claimed he was tough on China and wasn't. Mm -hmm. The beginning of the the pandemic, he claimed that uh, China did not handle the situation correct right and that they lied about it right and that they may have created it in a lab correct okay then he calls it the kung flu right what we have found now is that they may have created it in a lab they may have yeah the government lied probably lied about it and they probably didn't handle it very well mm-hmm. how that translate to the small racist mind of Donald Trump and his followers to be racist towards Asian Americans is beyond me. It's so to me it makes no logical sense and it's complete insanity. Yes. That would mean that every time we saw an American overseas they're responsible for everything their government did. Right. Do you want that burden? Uh absolutely not. And, no. And, and it just how they think they're making a point 
and owning a libtard oh, by God. yelling at some Asian person. Or I saw the video where the guy just punched some la- yeah. lady. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And thinking just because it started in China that Asian people would like have have it more. Yeah. Or be responsible or want you to have it because they're yes. from an Asian country yeah. is just nuts. It, it's it, it's beyond nuts. And it's it's what the Republican Party Fox News is want people to say so they're afraid and they turn to them for power. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And Asian Americans they're Americans. Even if they're immigrants, they came here. They're on our team. Yes. They could be I bet you there's plenty of Asian Americans who are the first people to tell you what's wrong with that with the Chinese government. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Know? Yeah. I, I Yeah, it's it's just nuts and I feel like we have I thought we were coming along with racism in this country. I think we have regressed so much or or Maybe it's a good thing because what was simmering beneath the surface is all coming up. I think so, that's it. Yeah. I really do think that's it. It's yeah. sad. It is. Yeah. So I'll be on the watch out for that. I, I, appreciate, well, I appreciate the the technique. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't guarantee if I see anyone trying to harass my Abby or my Molly. But a oh, can man. of whoop ass coming out from old Uncle Paul. Hey, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So there you go. That was a fun, fun little thing. Yeah, um, a little more serious than we usually get. Yeah, it's okay. But Except I, I, every bit as funny as it normally is. True. I wonder if these people who try to abuse Molly, if she could verbally <laughs> make them feel bad about themselves. I think she might have it in her. Yeah, I think so. I know Molly's your oldest child. Correct. You have you have two grown women children like I do. Uh huh. Um, I follow her on Twitter. Yeah. I don't understand a damn word she tweets. Yeah. And part of it is like, what, it's, what's wrong with this kid? And I'm like, what's wrong with me? I don't get it. Yeah. It's it, it's a different language. Okay. Kids these days. Oh, you don't have to get me started on that. Yeah. I oh. always listen to their rock and roll music and everything <laughs> like that and all their pop culture stuff. It's hard to keep up with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, speaking of pop culture, just real quick. I saw my first movie in a theater on Friday night in over a year. What was it? That's the bad part. It was nice to be in a movie theater. It was nice to eat some popcorn. Mm. Oh, it was so good. I got Mm. a Coke Zero and popcorn. I love that. Yeah. I saw In the Heights, the new Lin-Manuel. I watched it on on, uh, TV last night. What'd you think? I didn't care for it that much. I didn't either. There's too many characters to try to track, and um, I know Lynn Lynn Manuel. E- oh, I saw it was Emmanuel. That's a different movie. I yes, like. yes. Lynn Manuel Miranda Noriega. Yes, no- Manuel Noriega. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, his music all sounds the same to me too. That was my. Pro- I was like, this guy did Hamilton. This is going to be so. And I'm like, okay, this is the same music mm-hmm. with the same beats yeah so i was and and here's another old man whiting it was two and a half hours long yes. and i don't want to sit in a theater that long because there's too many people that were trying to introduce you to and tell yeah. their story and like huh who's yeah this guy who's this guy um the other thing about that movie i saw on the social media that someone said they didn't like it 
mm-hmm. on I think it was Twitter. A person got, oh, you're against <clears throat> Latinos and blah blah. blah. Oh man, it's like, can't, no, 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 no. You're a big fan. I know you're a big fan of Chico and the Man. <laughs> God, I love Chico and the Man. Yes, <laughs> and you and and for the record, you were all usually on Chico's side. Always, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I hated what the man did to Chico. Right. So, yes. so you have a reputation where you just don't like a movie because you just didn't like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I wish we would have chosen something else, unfortunately. Like I said, there's something about the experience in a theater that I like that you don't get at home. But also, I think my stamina muscles with the movie have been weakened over the pandemic because we never watched a movie all the way through during the pandemic. We'd watch for 30 minutes and stop and take a break. Would, and uh, Would you call that show an opera? Okay, so to and if me... And so, why not? If, I wouldn't call it an opera because there were several times where there were action, actually spoken dialogue back and forth. So an opera, forth. there's none at all. That's my definition. Okay. I, like when I went to see Les Miserables, which... My God, I wanted to lay kill myself during yeah. that movie. I hated that oh, one that's too. Like my daughter's favorite movie. Oh my God, um, there was no talking. I'm yeah. Like, oh, this must be what opera is. And my God, I hate it so much. So when I saw, uh, um, God, what's the name of the actor that was Gladiator, and then he was in that movie, Fatty Arbuckle. No, no, no. No, Russell Crowe. Yeah, when he was singing, I yelled, <laughs> I yelled, I am not entertained. <laughs> Thanks, folks. We we saw it with Jane's kids, and they love it. And yeah, there right. was one point where Hugh Jackman is singing, like, Lord, please kill me now. And Jane yells out, much like you, yes, please kill me now. And everyone just said, God, oh, I, her, I was married to her. Her kids were so pissed. <laughs> I was like, this is why I love this woman. Well, I like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Because he practices TM. Oh, he does. Okay. Just like me and Paul McCartney. You, know, same thing. <laughs> you guys got a lot in common. So let's get to the pop culture news. You had a little lead off there. Yeah, sure. Uh, and let's start with this one. Yeah, this is going to be good. Alicia Silverstone lets us know we've been saying her name wrong this whole time. What the deuce? Shout out to TikTok for giving Alicia Silverstone a safe place to check us on being clueless. Get it? About ah. her name. The Babysitter's Club star used the video sharing social media app to share the proper pronunciation of her name. She says it's Alicia in the short clip, typing it Alicia in the caption as if things weren't confusing enough. It's not Alicia, not Alicia, she says with a shrug. It's Alicia. So there you go. Next time you run into her, you know how to say her name. As if. Oh, that's good. Do you think that she's attractive? Yeah, I've always thought she was a. She's very attractive. And she's still very attractive. Yeah. So congratulations. And I loved that. her. I, lo- I loved the movie Clueless. Yeah. It was great. It's a great movie. Um, can't see his own Paul Rudd was in that everyone mm-hmm. can't see his own Paul Rudd uh, but, uh, back to you Paul Gossip Girl reboot trailer <laughs> is here to talk about welcome new generation of rich kids for us to obsess about HBO Max which shares CNN's parent company has released a trailer for the Gossip Girl reboot the new version is developed by showrunner Joshua Safran a writer and executive producer on the original series did you watch the original? Uh, I, I caught it because uh, my daughter Madeline loved it, and Gossip Girl was a dude the whole time. What? Yeah. So it was Gossip Guy. 
Yeah, and uh, Blake had, Lively was in it, and um, I had no idea. She is, she's she's very pleasant to look at, and she's Ryan Reynolds' wife, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, um, never saw that show ever, ever, ever in my life. It's okay, and I probably won't watch the new one mm-hmm. there. But how about this, Paul? Carrie Underwood and John Legend win Video of the Year at CMT Music Awards. What? Carrie Underwood and John Legend took home the coveted award for Video of the Year at the 2021 CMT Music Awards. Underwood and Legend teamed up for Hallelujah in 2020, and despite some stiff competition in the category, the duo prevailed. The voting was done by fans via Twitter. Underwood is the most awarded artist ever at the CMTs, and it was Legend's first CMT win. This is what's wrong with America, folks. CMT is a made-up thing. Uh huh. It's not a coveted award. Oh, okay. And of course, Carrie Underwood is the most. Don't know if you saw all these uh, when the celebrities during the pandemic, when the celebrities get together and they would sing. Uh huh. They would show John Legend, and he put all of his Oscars and everything right behind him. <laughs> I did not see that. So now he has a CMT award. Cool. Yeah, he can use that to uh, prop his door open if he needs to. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah, Paul. Thanks, Chris. This will make you believe in love again. Kim Kardashian says she'll love Kanye West for life Mm. in a birthday post. They may be getting divorced, but there's apparently no love loss between Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Mm. Kardashian posted a photo of her. Huh. That's news. <laughs> West and three of her kids on her verified Instagram account Tuesday in honor of the rapper, entrepreneur, provocateur, presidential candidate's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Love you for life. The caption read. Well, that's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. I will say that my ex-spouse has never tweeted or TikTok that to me yep. on my birthday. So there so, you go. Yeah. Kanye must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul, Tom Hanks. Oh, back to you, Chris. Oh, yes, thank you. Tom Hanks says movies and TV shows must portray the burden of racism. Award-winning actor Tom Hanks has urged filmmakers to tackle racism more often, suggesting that black history and the societal impact of racism is underrepresented in the entertainment industry and the American education system. In an op-ed for the New York Times Friday, days after the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre, Hanks wrote that history is mostly written by white people about white people like me, while the history of black people, including the horrors of Tulsa, was too often left out, yeah. and I agree wholeheartedly. I know about the Tulsa Race Massacre because of the Watchmen series on HBO, yeah. and then I saw it again on uh, Lovecraft Country series on HBO. Yeah, It's because of pop culture that I even knew about that. Yeah, I I, I hate that this is the fact, but I think this is just the way it is. It's, it's been like this for a long time, that we need people in arts and entertainment to lead the way in this stuff yes you know yeah you love you, you what you would want is responsible people in the government and education to change the curriculum and actually teach us stuff history but i don't i think that's yeah that should could that will come second yep unfortunately i mean isn't i i think i've read somewhere that the purpose of art is to hold a mirror up to society yeah and i think that has happened because of this art. And then you see our president addressing the Tulsa race massacre, yeah. which was just pushed under the, under the rug for years and years until, and I'll, I'll give Watchmen a ton of credit for yeah. bringing that out. That happened. I'm watching the first episode and I'm like, 
this can't be real. I know. And then I stopped to do Google search, and sure enough, it was real. Yeah. And I never heard a word about it I in know. school. And you don't live too far away from, from Tulsa. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Well, back to you, Paul. Um, finally, <laughs> Mission Impossible 7 halts production because of positive COVID test. Months after its star, Tom Cruise had, was reportedly were reportedly recorded re- reprimanding crew members for violating social distancing protocols. Production of Mission Impossible 7 has been shut down because of a positive COVID test. Paramount, which is producing the latest film in the Cruise franchise, did not reveal who on the production was tested. Mm. Yeah, you remember him going off? Yeah. Yeah, he was angry. Okay. Everyone could say, you know, like I like to say that he's the biggest movie star of all time. Uh-huh. Maybe he's pampered. Maybe he's uh, Scientologically messed up in the head. But does he have a right to get that mad? People were just like, come on, man. We're trying to get through this. Absolutely. He does. Yeah. And anyone that would disagree with that, think about if it was your company. Oh, and man. And people weren't following the rules of your company. Yeah. I Yes. So there you go. Well, we did it, Chris. It's time to take a break. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with some uh, Casey scoop. And uh, you'll be all scooped up and scooped forward and God, scooped, that sounds good. scooped all over the place. So uh, we'll be right back with more Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Yay! It's called the internet, and it's a fresh new way to check out sites, buy clothing, and surf music. And it's all located on this tiny (laughs) CD-ROM. You bet, Eric. You know, my favorite thing about the internet is that it's 100% secure. The entire internet is located on this CD-ROM. The internet. The easy-to-use interactive experience located entirely on one CD-ROM. No more wires to connect. No more monthly service charges. No more spam, internet viruses, or e-worms. And the internet is simple to install. You'll be surfing over 100 sites in seconds. Music sites, shopping sites, and internet chat. All at the touch of a button. The internet has never been so easy. Latin Hustle, Night Fever, Disco Merengue. Learn the hottest disco steps at home with the Let's Disco Book and Album, the complete disco dance instruction system. Learn freestyle, line, and couples dances with the Let's Disco Book. The album ties it together with professional instruction plus music by the biggest disco stars. So Let's Disco, only $7.95. In Kansas City. Oh, wow. Sorry about that. Kansas City. Oh, there we go. Well, that Megan can wail. You sure can. Yes. Here is KC Scoop for today, hey, hey, hey. which is June 11th, 2021. Wow. All right. Hey, Paul, I'll kick it off here. Jackson County adopts Juneteenth as official holiday. Jackson County will recognize Juneteenth officially. The county legislature this past week passed an ordinance formally putting that into effect. County Executive Frank White Jr. last year declared the holiday in 2020 and asked legislators to make it permanent, and they did. 
Which Here's, that's what next Saturday is Juneteenth, I believe. Yes. Nice. So, uh, also from the past, Schmidt's office says lawmakers can refuse to fund Medicaid expansion. Shock. Huh. Missouri lawmakers are not obliged to fund Medicaid expansion, and the courts cannot force the state to pay the medical bills of people who would be eligible under an initiative that was amended the state constitution. The state attorney general's office argued in documents filed Monday in Cole County Circuit Court. The filing from Attorney General Eric Schmidt's office is the state's response to a lawsuit that filed May 20th seeking an order that Medicaid rolls be open to approximately 275,000 working age adults. Uh, I'm just flabbergasted by that whole thing. Um, Anyway, let's go to something better. Flawed data makes it hard to track vaccine equity. Oh, boy. Yeah. Throughout the COVID-19 vaccination effort, public health officials and politicians have insisted that providing shots equitably across racial and ethnic groups is a top priority. But it's been left up to states to decide how to do that and to collect the racial and ethnic data on vaccinated individuals so the states can track how well they're doing reaching all groups, the gaps and inconsistencies in the data have made it difficult to understand who's actually getting oh, shots. that's rough. Yeah. Well, let's get you uh, ready for the next week. Here's three things to know. Okay. Here's something upcoming. The Independent School District will offer employees a chance to enroll their children in district-sponsored child care programs at a significant savings, a move district leaders say can ultimately strengthen communities. Starting with the next school year, employees who work at least 25 hours per week and enroll their children in the early education program. So that's great. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, my, my kids were in the early education programs at Independent School District. And though it was a long time ago, it was great. Mm-hmm. So good. That's I'm glad they're doing that. Hey, uh, here's a big event coming up on Friday, June 18th. You've just finished the work week. It's Friday night. You want to do something fun. How about this? The Cheesy Street Food Truck Ooh, Friday, all right? Now, yeah. this you're going to have to take off a little early to get to this. It's 11.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's at the Somerset Ridge Vineyard and Winery, uh, which is in Paola, Kansas. I've been there. It's a beautiful spot. Cheesy Street, our favorite delicious gourmet grilled cheese and loaded macaroni food truck. You'll love everything they have to offer. Come enjoy some wine and food on a Friday afternoon. Spoiler alert, I've been to that food truck, and it is delicious. Excellent. Yes. All right. Big events good this week. You yep. look forward to that. And let's look for the weather. Get ready for that. Sure. Uh, Sunday today, sunny with a high near 91. Calm winds coming from the east. Uh, Monday, sunny with a high near 94. Tuesday, sunny with a high near 92. Wednesday, sunny with a high near 90. And Thursday, sunny with a high near 93. It's pool weather. Oh, it's summertime. It's summertime here in KC. Wow. And that is the KC Scoop. That's exciting. Yes. Join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. We dare you. Precious like A&W Root Beer. So good. Just right. Let's have some tonight. A&W Root Beer. This is...
is Drew from KCTK Radio's Week Review with Paul and Drew. Listen to the show every weekday at 3.30 p.m. and live show Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Want to get your wife or girlfriend a gift that will change her life? Ladies, how would you like to have great eyebrows, luscious lips, an eyeliner that stays put, and makeup that doesn't go anywhere? How would you like to go all day looking like your makeup was just applied? If you said yes to any of those things, then the answer is permanent makeup. This simple and easy procedure is quick, painless, and the results are outstanding. No more reapplying and no more smudging of your makeup. And in our area, Natural Image Salon in Lee Summit is the only place to perform your permanent cosmetic procedure. The professionals at Natural Image Salon and Lee Summit are your answer to waking up every morning with perfect makeup and the great feeling of knowing whether you're swimming, working out, or just waking up, you will always look beautiful. Call Natural Image Permanent Cosmetic Salon at 816-525-9971. 816-525-9971 for a free consultation. Gift certificates are also available. Tell them you heard this ad and get $25 off any procedure. Natural Image, your investment in a beautiful you. <laughs> Yo, this is Hartzell from the KC Morning Show. Listen every weekday, 9 a.m., right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Everything's running smoothly. Welcome back to... Nice. Past week, next week, Chris and Paul. Yay. Okay, so we've had a little more serious show, and it's because the texter's not here. Yeah, he, he keeps us uh, loose and light. Do you think our viewership is down? I think our it is today, yeah. I because, think, of, because of that. Yeah, I think there's no texture, and I think it's summertime, and people are doing their summertime stuff. But, as you alluded to earlier, the beauty of this is people can listen to this show anytime. Yes, anytime they want. That's convenient for them. Yes, it's so great. And by the way, I... I you just heard the commercial break. We still have the KC Morning Show on KCTK. Yeah, Hartzell. With Hartzell. Yeah. He's hot. He's so hot right now. Hartzell. That, of course, is my uh, Mugato uh, Will Ferrell from Zoolander. Hartzell Duh. does this this podcast. He does um, some shows on um, the NPR station. And he's the voice when you go to the soccer you know, you go to the soccer stadium, he does the announcing. Oh. And he also does the same thing at the Monarchs games, which are, I guess, the old T-Bones. Yes, which right. old T-Bone, which actually was my old nickname. Oh, wow. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, Hartzell's everywhere. Yeah, and he's right here on KCTK Radio. Hey. <laughs> yeah? I don't know about the KC Scoop because I had a hard time trying to highlight the stories, and the three stories from last week were bad. Okay. You're saying, well, what about the Juneteenth? This is this is a story for all those people who say the county legislature doesn't do anything. Uh huh. That's not true. They pass um, different ordinances that make a holiday for only the county people, so you can't go in there and do business <laughs> with them. They don't let anyone else off work, and they probably don't have any ceremony or anything this community can do. But they feel good about themselves. <laughs> So good job. Yay. If you want to pay your taxes or do anything with the county on that day, they're off. Yeah. But not you. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, you don't want to go there anyway. The air conditioning's broken. It's a mess. The Eric Schmidt, who we've talked about before because I was in the Senate with him, of course he's backing up the Republicans' play not to do Medicaid. He also 
the, someone was suing the governor's office, which is pretty standard fare. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know if they're suing, but something he was supposed to, as the attorney general, enforce, he can't do it because the governor's kind of a client of his. Oh, wow. So a little conflict there. Yeah. Okay. And then this flawed data about the vaccine quality, that's, that's troubling, too. Mm-hmm. Because I say uh, the president says we need to get 70% of adults to have the vaccine. And the goal is by 4th of July, then we get immune, uh, um, immuneness, what's it called? Immune, immunity. Immunity. Everyone I know has had the vaccine, but Missouri is only like uh, 60%. Yeah. I don't know who's not getting the vaccine. I'm sure it's it's a lot of people not in St. Louis, Kansas City that either anti-vaxxers don't believe in it. They don't feel like there's enough data yet to put that in their body. Well, you know. Well, we need we need the data. To keep track yeah. Very good. Man. So I'm angry. I'm angry. You about are. That. Yeah. It's all the texter's fault. Um, I wonder if there's a way that that I could look forward to next week sure in a humorous way maybe know a little bit about the stories but also maybe from a humorous slant yeah we'll give it a shot that's why we do headlines and predictions and folks we write these uh punch lines to the actual news stories ourselves we don't pay right. for these jokes no we don't get them from professional comedy writers right. we do this ourselves yeah we're not asking conan o'brien and jay Leno to write these no no so put on your laughing slacks yeah here we go folks British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that Group of Seven leaders were preparing to commit to sharing at least one billion doses of coronavirus vaccines with other nations. Johnson, who met with President Biden ahead of a G Summit, G7 summit starting Friday, said half of the shots would come from the United States and 100 million from the UK. He went on to promise that all one billion doses would only be shared with shithole and emerging shithole countries. Paul? Thanks, Chris. Sure. A bar- bipartisan group of 10 centrist senators announced that they have agreed on a framework for an infrastructure bill that would include $579 billion in new spending and cover costs without tax increases. The group, which includes five Republicans and five Democrats, said they were reaching out to fellow senators and President Biden and expected to win broad support. There has not been this much cooperation within the Senate since the beer pong contest between Strom Thurmond and Ted Kennedy. Chris? <laughs> wow. Yes. See, I stand by my stuck in 1972 comment. <laughs> okay. Uh, the consumer price index jumped by 5% in May compared to a year earlier, the fastest rate since 2008, the Labor Department reported. Economists had forecast a 4.7% increase. The index, which excludes volatile food and energy prices, increased by 0.6% from April to May. The surge came as consumer demand increased as pandemic restrictions eased thanks to widespread vaccinations, while suppliers of goods and services struggled to keep up. If this story makes sense to you, please drop us a line and explain, as I am clueless as to what I just read. Paul? Huh? God. Thanks, Chris. Yes. Federal prosecutors have charged six members of the right-wing Three Percenters Militia Group with conspiring to bring weapons to Washington, D.C. on January 6th and storm the Capitol as part of an effort to overturn the then-President Donald Trump's election loss, according to the indictment unsealed on Thursday. One of the men... Alan Holster is a former 
a California police chief. They reported they reportedly chose January 6th, the day Congress certified President Biden's electoral college victory because the Trump because Trump had tweeted a call for supporters to stage a protest that day and it would be wild. The men are called the three percenters based on the chance that they have to make love to a woman in their lifetime. Chris? Well done. 27-year-old Missouri man Tanner Hutcherson was arrested on a felony narcotics charge following an auto accident in Columbia. Hutchison was a passenger in a vehicle involved in a DWI accident. Hutchison's rap sheet includes multiple convictions for theft, as well as convictions for burglary, leaving the scene of an accident, and drug possession. Upon being booked into the Boone County Jail, Hutchinson's Dare Drugs Are Bad t-shirt was confiscated, along with his other clothing items, which included his Don't Do the Crime If You Can't Do the Time <laughs> jeans, his Just Say No Dicky, and his McGruff's Take a Bite Out of Crime Nehru jacket. Paul? I love a Nehru jacket. And finally, <laughs> a 26-year-old man was removed from an American Airlines flight by authorities in Chicago on after causing a disturbance. An initial tweet claimed the passenger was banging on the plane's cockpit door trying to enter. The incident comes days after another flight was forced to make an emergency landing after a male passenger allegedly attempted to hijack the plane. Mm. It is clear that travelers want the ban on booze on flights to be lifted immediately. <laughs> That's not really a joke or a punchline. It's true. It's yes. When, when you were coming back from Peru, did you want to get yourself a little drink? Well, let me tell you how they did that. Um, on the international flight, the flight from Atlanta to Lima and Lima back to Atlanta, um, you couldn't order whatever beverage you wanted, but they gave you dinner, and then they came down with a beverage cart that had soft drinks, juices, beer, and wine, and cocktails on it. And oh, wow. So okay. I actually had a glass of wine with my uh, with my chicken cacciatore on the way back. That was, that was actually guinea pig. Yeah, it, yeah, it actually tasted a little. It was, yeah. it was. I know it's hacky to say this, but it was a terrible meal oh, on okay. an airplane. Yeah, what's the, the deal with airline food? The flight out, I didn't have the meal, but it smelled delicious. The flight back, it was bad, but the white wine was good. Well, I guess domestically they're not serving alcohol. Correct. And can you imagine a trip of ten guys going to a twenty-first birthday party in? Um, New Orleans, not being able to have a drink? That's now, just like torture. How did that go? It didn't go well. Did you guys get a drink at the airport before you got on the nothing, plane? Nothing was open. Oh, wow. You probably had a lot of grumpy buddies there. Yeah. Dang. Were you able to start drinking once you got to New Orleans? Thank God we did. Okay, Thank God good. We did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep feeding the beast, man. Yeah, good point. Good point. So that's uh, that's uh, everything we had uh, prepared. We like we like to use this time to ask Chris. Yeah, and then I pipe in. Sure. What's going on for next week? So, um, just a, a shout out. Monday we'll be doing the Health Detective podcast at seven p.m. I know people are used to it being seven fifteen, but uh, assuming you can do it, then Roberto says he can start at seven. Okay. <laughs> so that's exciting. Uh, and then on Tuesday, 
I am taking Tew? a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I learned that from the Columbia School of Broadcasting. Oh, it's, okay, it's news and it's Tuesday. I'm going to take a voiceover class, and I'm really I am pretty excited about this. I found this company. You you take their initial class. It's fifty bucks for a three hour class. Okay. Um, and it's a small class. I think they said it's limited to 10 people because you're going to be practicing during the class. Then you have a one-on-one consultation afterwards. And if you want to, you can hire them to do more classes with you and produce your demo. Okay. And it's time for me to get a professionally produced demo if I'm going to get serious about doing voiceover. You don't want me to do it for you? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, we'll see how good theirs is, assuming they agree to work with me and, and I produce the demo. But I, I was telling you before the show, I want to get a little more serious about voiceover. I really enjoy it. I make a little bit of folding money on the side yeah. through it, but I, I would love for that to become what I do. You don't want you, So you don't want to use the studio and have me do your demo, produce it. Three, two, one, shithead. Three, two, one, <laughs> goat and bat shit. <laughs> I may, I may be contacting you to see if I can use those particular clips just as part of my demo montage. Okay. Sure. <laughs> but I, I am excited about that. That was sort of hey, a... Uh, hey, Chris. Yeah. If When you do your demo, uh-huh. if you want to throw in and redo and have someone professionally mix some of the openings that we have for shows. Okay. I would love that. Hey, and part of the the, the classes that you go through, there's a series... And you, it's a sliding scale. You pay how much, depending on how many classes and how many demos you want. But part of it is they they help you learn how to mix and master better. Cool. So I'm I'm pumped about that. Yeah. That was a resolution I came back from Peru with was mm-hmm. to get more serious and intentional yeah. about doing the stuff I want to do. Yeah. So there you go. So that's the the big news for the week. And then next Saturday, which I think is Juneteenth. Um, having the big uh, bridal shower for Taylor. And I am excited about that for two reasons. Um, One, I think the food's going to be really good at this shower, and I'm probably going to pop up and have a little bit of the food. And two, both my daughters are going to be in town for it. So I'm excited to see them. It'll be at the clubhouse in our neighborhood. Oh, that's the the very exclusive independence club that you're part of. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. yeah okay. So so that's my big week. What about you? I got a big week because KCTK Radio is a big week. Tomorrow night, live, mm-hmm. you can listen to The Health Detective, evidently at 7 o'clock. Right. Call us. Ask questions. Yeah. We're going to do the first show of The Elizabeth Show with the singer-songwriter Elizabeth Bennett. God, that's fun. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Wednesday night. Live from Lakewood Local, Tracy's Tips and Dips. God, that's fun. I'm really going to try and make that. And then, of course, I don't need to tell you this. 7 o'clock on Thursday night, live, the week review with Paul and Drew. Oh, wow. That's a staple. Yeah. That's like the Simpsons it's, of the KCTK radio. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like forever. the show that started it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Drew still hasn't got a clue. But I'm really looking forward. Chris? Yeah? I have a pool. Yes, you do. Beautiful pool. And it's caused a lot of stress in my life. Oh, no. I'm sorry. The other day, I go outside, and it has leaked down over an inch. So I have to put water in it. Mm-hmm. Then 
I put water in it, it stays fine for a couple of days and it leaks down again. Next day it leaks down, then it doesn't. Back and forth. So weird. I don't understand what's going on. No, how I would call, you? I called Dustin, the leak guy. Yeah. Tell him the problem. He goes, Oh, well that is your hydrocolic hydro hydro valve or something like that. Hydrocolic okay. valve. Call it whatever you want. Right. I wouldn't know what it is. Yeah. And then I looked on the internet. That's what it is. So Dustin, the leak guy, knows what he's talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. Guess how much these valves cost? Um, okay, it's a pool. It's a big pool. It's a big pool. Forty thousand dollars. Now come on. I don't what know. What do you really think it cost? Uh, two hundred dollars. Fifty bucks. Oh wow! Now here's the thing. Yeah. It's in your drain. Oh wow! So you have to have someone go down who knows how to do this to go down, open up the gate, screw it, screw a new one in. Do they like have a scuba tank on one? How do they? How does that work? I don't know how Dustin does it, but I got Dustin. You got, that's what he does. You got Dustin the leak guy. And he's coming Thursday. So you're hoping, I assume, that he doesn't say, hey, you're going to have to drain the pool for me to do he that. He won't. He, that's what he does. He's called Dustin the Duck Man. And that's where he goes underneath and does Wait, is stuff. he the leak guy or the duck man? Well, they call him the duck man because he scuba dives and fixed the leak underneath. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'll have to pay for his time. Sure, of course. That's only fair. But he'll have to just, he'll dive down. In an already halfway pool, right? Yeah. And so I'd pay half price, right? <laughs> go. go down there and fix it real quick. Oh, and that's I'm, awesome. And I'm set. Then you just enjoyed summer after that. You have to change these valves every five to six years. I've had this pool for 10, and I don't know how long they, if they put a new one in ever. That's what wow. this thing is, Chris. I'm so excited and boring everyone right now. I know the solution to the problem. Hey, that does bring about a lot of excitement. That's called happiness, my friend. Yeah, that's great. Are you going to swim today? I am, yes. Good for you. Yeah, I'm so going it's to. It's going to be 90 degrees. It's summertime in Missouri. Thank you, Chris. Why wouldn't you swim? You're welcome to swim anytime as well. Thank Actually, you. Thank anyone you. Anyone listening right now is welcome to swim as well. Um, so uh, just come on over to the KCTK Radio Complex. I love that. Um, enjoy uh, interaction with uh, Gilly. The official pot, the official uh, mascot of KCTK Radio, yeah, yeah, and Blue, the official puppy of the Week Review. Oh, that's great! So, uh, Chris, yeah, anything else? I got nothing now. Okay, then let's close the show. Go ahead. Oh yeah, hang on. Let me. Uh, sorry, folks. I feel like. Uh, Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Past (laughs) Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. I know you love the program. You know you love the program. So why don't you just rate it and review it on your favorite podcast distributor? Already. Yeah, and we'd love to hear from you. You know that. You can contact us at 913-735-0060. Or you can email us at pastweeknextweek at gmail.com. Also, join the Past Week Next Week Facebook page. That's where everybody talks about what we talk about. Mm -hmm. And make sure you listen to all the great programs on KCTK Radio, those other talk radios that we sometimes mention. Plus, support our sponsor by picking up some Ranger Rob pet booby bags. On behalf of Paul, I'm Chris saying goodbye. And on behalf of Chris, we're going to play a song from Olivia Rodrigo. It's the only song I recognize I found from her, but we talked about her last week. Yeah. She's the new big thing. She's so all the rage right we're now. We're trying to keep up to date here. Yeah. Oh, she has a folding phone. 
And this is the song called Good For You. I don't yeah. know if it's a big hit, but it's I heard it before. My nephew Tate has one of those phones like that. It must be cool then. Yeah, took him back flying yesterday. It's good to see Tate. And I don't think this is such a positive song, but it's not light and poppy when they get into the hook. Yeah. I mean, she's she's good. This is fun. I don't get, though, what makes her the latest super hot thing as opposed to other girls. Like, I don't hear the difference, but yeah. I'm an old guy, so yeah. maybe that's it. We're just trying to understand. That's part of the reason we're playing this right now is to yeah. understand. Oh, look. There's, I've never seen a school with a porpoise as their mascot. Did you see that? It was a dolphin <laughs> painted in the floor. That's weird. Did she write to her music? I have no idea. Oh. She, just, she, says, she said the F word. She said the F word. And she's only 17. You know what? That's why I like The Clash. They always were, you know, they... They never said any bad words, you know? <laughs> yes. The vulgarity, the vulgarity, the vulgarity. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret Gray. So, that's funny. The porpoise is on there. Mm-hmm. I watched... <laughs> I, I got sucked into this Saturday morning video on YouTube, and mm-hmm. it's like Saturday mornings from the 70s, and they're showing oh, cool. the beginnings of different cartoons and different commercials, and they had the... Squirt, squirt, squirt the animals cartoon. Do you remember that toy? No, uh-uh. Well, it's squirt, squirt, squirt the animals. Whenever you take a bath, you can squirt the animals with your porpoise. It's a squirt that will make you laugh. And it shows this little boy in the, in the bathtub. And he's holding his porpoise up out of the water and squeezing it. And, and it was... Somebody knew what they were doing when they made yeah. that commercial. I've got a special purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really got sucked in. There was like a Quisp commercial. Do you remember oh, Quisp? Yeah. I, I loved Quisp. I loved Quisp, too. And they showed the beginning of Isis, um, Land of the Lost, which the special effects were bad. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. I'll say this. This gal's got energy. Yeah, I hope she cheers up soon. Yeah. All right, thanks, folks. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda. If you want more information about this content, then you have some real weirdness going on. You can always check out KCTK Radio on Facebook. Listen to live programs at kctkradio.com. Yes, and that is on the World Wide Web. Thank you.